Success. How often is it that I can lead off with the word success? Not often. In fact, I really don't think I ever have. The reason for that is obvious, and I don't wish to delve into them at this point. So what success is it I'm talking about? Well, for the last 15 years or so, I have wanted to write a book about my parents. Their story is what fairy tales are made of. Whenever I tell someone about their story, the reply is invariably, just like the English patient or just like farewell to arms. I agree, but I add, but even better because it's true. Well, 15 years later, I finally finished the book. In the beginning, I found it to be very difficult to write about them in the third person. So what I had to do was write each of their stories as if they were narrating them, and then turned that into third person. A lot of the credit goes to my youngest daughter, who helped me immensely. My other children helped as well, as did my wife, who did a lot of the editing. This is actually the second book I have completed. But of the two, this has the best chance of being published and made into a blockbuster movie. But, as they say, one step at a time. As I was writing it, it occurred to me that I've never heard my parents argue. No, I'll take that back. I only ever heard them argue once. And that, needless to say, was pretty traumatic. I remember my sister and I exchanging glances. We were terrified. It felt like our little world was going to end. Our idyllic world was being shattered. I'm sure looking back at it now, it probably wasn't anything earth-shattering. But the fact that it was the first time unnerved the two of us somewhat. We were sitting at the dinner table in Shillong. I was around 11 years old, which would have made my sister 10. I have no idea what the discussion was about, but I do remember feeling a sense of panic. My sister and I never talked about it afterwards, and the discussion did not last long, but we managed to go that far in life without hearing a crossword between them. So we were naturally alarmed. Mind you, it was the one and only time. Strange, isn't it? Though I'm sure it was much better than hearing my parents argue all the time. It's funny how memories come back to mind as I write this. Memories of things with my parents that I didn't seem to have any relevance with what I'm writing about. But I'm sure old Dr. Freud would find them to be relevant. I remember one time my sister and I sitting on my parents' bed when I was about nine years old and my mother had a photograph of my father in her hand and was trying to persuade him to grow a moustache. She drew one on the photograph and both my sister and I thought he would look good with one, but he didn't grow it. It was around that time I began to take a serious interest in stamp collecting. I had a wonderful collection. My grandfather gave me a bunch of stamps and I was very proud of that collection. One day my stamp albums went missing and I was sure it was the kid across the street who had stolen them. But he told his parents he hadn't. 
I was devastated. I had put so much energy into collecting those stamps and they were now gone. My parents told me that the albums would show up one day, but they didn't. The family across the street moved away and maybe a year or so later my father returned from a trip and gave me back the albums. They were all torn. The stamps had been ripped out. They were useless. I was right. It was the boy from across the street who had stolen them. This was in a place called Mao in central India. As I said, I was nine years old. About six years later, I was now at Mayo College and held the vaulted position of school monitor. One of our jobs was to explain the ropes to new kids who had been assembled in a classroom. I was all decked out in my school uniform, long white pants, crisp white shirt, school tie, perfectly tied with a full Windsor knot and dark blue school blazer. And it was on that blazer was a badge letting the world know I excelled in sports. I had colors in track and cross country. I looked around at the new kids while another monitor was talking to them. And I noticed one kid who looked familiar. I know you, I blurted out, interrupting the other monitor. You're the one who stole my stamp collection. Shock and horror came across the faces of everyone. Panic spread over his. He knew that life as he knew it was over. For the next few months, he had to report to my room after classes every single day. I would then give him punishment drill until he cried and then sent him packing. So my little meander has come to an end. And I look forward to hearing from any amateur or for that matter professional therapist out there who can connect the dots. Cheers.